As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aavl-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon, good morning, uh, or good evening, if we got anybody coming in from different time zones. Um, my name is Mike Wood, and I am the Strategic Accounts Manager for Education at Vespero. And I uh, am happy to be here today with everybody and want to thank ACB for giving me the opportunity to join you and present about a pretty cool new product that we have. Uh, it's the Ruby 10. So many of you out there may be familiar with the Ruby line of products. Uh, they're fantastic handheld, you know, video magnifiers, uh, the Ruby XLHD, the Ruby HD, and the Ruby Classic. And so those have all been around for quite a while. And just about a few months ago, we released the Ruby 10. So I'm going to share a little bit about that today with everybody. And feel free to raise your hand if there's any questions. Um, however you need to get noticed, yell, scream, whatever you need to do. And I'll hopefully be able to answer the questions for you. So I want to start out with what do you get when you buy the Ruby 10? Uh, what's in the box, basically? So you get this 10-inch video magnifier. You're going to get a really neat protective pouch to carry it around in. Uh, it does have a shoulder strap that you can attach. Uh, it zippers around the entire perimeter of the case. And you get the USB. It's a USB-C cable. Uh, you get different country-specific uh, you've got four different country-specific plugs. Uh, you get a cleaning cloth for the screen, and then you get some documentation as far as how to set it up in safety and care. Uh, it's not something that you want to take into the bathtub um, or take into the swimming pool or something like that. Of course, it's an electronic, so uh, you do get that safety and care documentation as well. So I want to give you kind of a, a layout so you can visualize what this product is. Um, so looking down at it, You've got a 10-inch display screen that is touchscreen, and hence the name Ruby 10. And it's a black, basically, device. Kind of, yeah, it's, it's black. Um, and it's got a built-in reading stand that flips down and keeps this at a really nice angle. So you can glide it across text very easily, and it's an ergonomic you know, angle. So if you're sitting back and you chair at your desk, you don't have to lean over the unit to, to read anything. It's nicely positioned so you can sit back comfortably and view the screen. On the front of the screen, so on the side, so you've got the touchscreen in the middle. On the left-hand side, looking down again from the top, uh, the top left, you've got a contrast button. That's going to allow you to rotate through the different color combinations. So whether or not you like black text on white, white text on black, yellow on black, so on and so forth, all your high contrast stuff. Below that, you've got a toggle button that toggles you between a live view or document view. Uh, when you're scanning, you actually can click that if you scan in a document because this does have OCR 
uh, on one of the versions. So there's two versions available of the Ruby 10. One of them is no OCR, and then the other one is with OCR and speech. Um, so that middle button there, when you scan something in, toggles you through the different views, and I'll get into that a little bit more later. Below that is your image capture button. So that allows you to take a snapshot of whatever you're viewing on that screen. On the right-hand side, again, this is looking down at the top of the product. On the top right-hand side, you've got a green home button. And what that does is that's going to bring you back to your live view. Uh, that's kind of like the get out of jail free card. you know. So whatever you're in, if you click that, it brings you back to a live view and just you know refreshes everything basically. So if you're ever stuck, hit that. Uh, below that is the plus button. And then below that is the minus button. And those are your magnification buttons. So you can press and hold that to do continuous zoom, or you can press it once and it will do incremental zoom. And again, it's the plus is above the minus. Now, before you even get to using any of those functions, if you're holding the product, again, looking at the top of it, on the left-hand side of this, and you could feel this if you rub your hand uh, or move your hand along from the top down, on the bottom left-hand side, there is an orange power button. So you'll press and hold that to turn that on. Below that is an audio jack. That's going to allow you to connect um, a headset to this. So if you've got an audio jack, uh, I don't know the actual terminology of that, but it's your, your old school, the same type of audio jack that you would have used on your Sony Walkman back in the day. Um, so that type of audio jack, I think is like 3.5 millimeters or whatever that is. And below that is your USB-C port. And that allows you, that's where you're going to plug this in to charge it. You can also use that USB-C port to connect this to a laptop and transfer documents back and forth between the product, uh, the Ruby 10, and your PC. Now, right next to that power button is also an LED. When you have this plugged in and it's charging, it's going to show red if it needs, to, you know, if it's needing power. And once it's fully charged, it will show green. So that kind of gives you a visual there to let you know that it is charging and when it is fully charged. Uh, this also does have Bluetooth capability. So if you don't have one of those, you know, old school audio uh, headsets with that audio jack, you actually can Bluetooth this to a headset, to a speaker, uh, you name it. So that's kind of the visual. On the right-hand side, there's nothing on that right-hand side, no buttons, nothing. Now, along the top of this product, on the top left, there's a red kind of little bar. And if you actually grasp that, you can flip out a fold-out reading arm or scanning arm. What this does is that flips out and it clicks into place. And what this allows you to do is then use this kind of like a desktop CCTV. Uh, this will give you full-page OCR capability, uh, gives you the flexibility of being able to write underneath this. So if you're filling out documents, signing checks, uh, you name it. Uh, so really, it's really nice because this gives you the power of a desktop CCTV in a portable 10-inch handheld video magnifier. Again, I mentioned it is touchscreen. So you have the functionality of those buttons that are tactile and color-coded along the front, or you can use the screen. 
If you want to zoom in, you can do a pinch to zoom, as you're probably familiar with, with a lot of the smart products that are out there now, tablets, things like that. So this does allow you to do that as well. I want to get into some of the specs for this product. So your magnification um, on your camera when you're using it as far as the reading stand. So if I just flip this open and have it sitting at that nice ergonomic angle to read, that is using my magnification camera. That gives us the flexibility to go from 2x to 24x magnification. That camera is located in the center of the body facing downward. And so again, that's when you've got that open with that stand. And that's going to allow you to use this to read stuff on your desk, table. Um, you know, I work a lot with the school-aged uh, students and whatnot. So this is phenomenal in a classroom setting. Um, work, if you're at work, this, that's how you're going to be using it most of the time to maybe read a newspaper, a magazine, a handout in class, or a document that your boss gave you at work. The next functionality for reading would be your overview camera. That's that arm, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, that's not the arm. That is actually if you were to have the screen closed. So the overview camera is the stand closed and you're holding this up like you would be looking at a menu at a restaurant. So if you're looking at, uh, say you're at fast food restaurant, you wanna view the menu, uh, you could be standing up there and hold this so you'd be holding this up, looking at the screen, and that camera would be the overview camera. That's going to be used for spotting different objects. Maybe you're reading a bus schedule. Um, that allows you to go from 1.8x magnification to 22x magnification. That fold-out arm is the full-page camera. So that full-page camera goes from 0.4x magnification to 13x magnification. That camera is located at the end of that fold-out arm that I talked about earlier. You're going to use this if you're filling out documents, signing your signature on something. Uh, it's great for looking at photos. Also good for doing hobbies. Maybe you're trying to you know, thread a needle, uh, do some knitting, fun stuff. You're doing crossword puzzles or fill in the blanks, things like that. This is going to allow you to enlarge that, view that on the screen, but also be able to have your hand underneath the camera to fill in these documents or puzzles. And you can also use this to capture full page documents. So if you want to capture the full eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, scan it and then read it back to you. You can do that if you have the version with the scanning and reading capability. So those are your three different cameras. Um, just to go over again, the magnification camera. So that's when you have it in the reading stand, the built-in reading stand opened up sitting in your desk. Uh, you can place this device directly on top of the reading material. And it's really nice because again, it glides right across that. So if you're reading a newspaper or a magazine, it's gonna glide that product right, right across it. Um, the light is always gonna be on when you're using this. It does have built-in LED lights. And that really helps with giving you a clear image, focusing on the material that is below the camera. And then you've got the overview camera. And as I mentioned, that's for maybe spotting a menu at a restaurant. Maybe you're out and about and you're shopping and you want to look at a price tag on something, uh, look at a receipt, things like that. That's when you're going to be holding the unit up 
and looking more for distance capability. You can use this to view something several feet away. I would recommend, you know, maximum distance would probably be perfect setup at a fast food restaurant, standing at the counter, looking at the menu on the wall behind. Uh, in a classroom setting, I usually tell students if they're using this product, you know, you want to sit more towards the front of the class if you're trying to view the board. Um, you know, obviously there's other products out there to help you view at a larger or further distance, I should say. But this is really great in a pinch if you need to view the, the board, smart board, chalkboard, whatever, or something the teacher's holding up at the front of the class. And with that, when you're in that overview camera, you actually can turn the light on or off. So you have that functionality. And you also have a focus lock. So if you're trying to read something and maybe it's at different levels. So you think about looking at uh, a clothing tag. So you've got you know, a shirt in the store. The clothing tag might be at a different height than the clothing itself. So you might want to focus lock that to lock in on the tag itself specifically and not other stuff in the background. Using that full page camera, that fold out arm, uh, to give you a visual, I always feel like this is uh, similar to, you know, the thing that I don't know what the terminology is. I should I should get this word down. But, you know, the thing that they would use when you're doing film clips, you know, and they're like, cut, next scene. That's what it looks like. So if you're viewing the Ruby 10, you fold this arm out and then when you're closing it back down, it's just like doing a cut scene in a movie. Um, so that fold out arm, when it is opened out, that's going to allow you to do that full page scanning and reading. Uh, you also can, as I mentioned earlier, sign your name, fill out documents. Maybe you're doing something like sewing, knitting, uh, word search, even painting, coloring, color books, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, so that gives you that full flexibility. When you have that camera out, you've got a couple different options. You've got the light option to turn the light on or off. Uh, you've got a focus lock. So if you're filling out documents, you might want to turn the focus lock on to focus on the signature or the pen instead of focusing on maybe the text. Uh, and then you also have a positioning button. What that does is that actually zooms out. So if you're magnified in on something and maybe you want to look for a different section of the page that you're viewing. So you've got on maybe 10x magnification and you say, oh, I want to zoom out. You can hit that position button really quickly and it's almost like it's going to pull you out to full page view and then give you a spot on the screen that tells you where it's going to then zoom back into your preset. So whatever zoom you were at prior, um, it'll bring you back into that. Many of you, if you've used CCTVs before, you know, you get those crosshairs when you zoom out and that gives you the spot where you want to zoom into. That's what that button is. So those are the options you have using that full page camera. Uh, so you know what I'm going to do is actually see if anybody, again, if you have any questions, raise your hand. I don't see any popping up right now yet, but um, questions or comments, anything, if you want me to cover another topic on this or cover something again, just let me know. Feel free. Let me just uh, give some instructions real quick to raise your sure hand. To raise your hand on a PC is Alt-Y. On a Mac is Option-Y. Um, well, there's no telephones here right now with keypads. So on your smart devices, it will be in the middle of your main screen because this is a webinar. And then I will allow you to talk. So it's Alt-A to unmute. Command-Shift-A uh, on your PC, Alt-A to unmute. Command-Shift-A on your Mac and um, in the lower left-hand corner of your smart devices. Thanks, Lucy. I appreciate that.
So moving on from there, um, I want to chat about the fact if you do go with the version that has the OCR in speech, uh, it's really nice because the OCR is super fast on this product and you can scan and read using the different cameras. So you've got that capability in all of those three camera modes that I mentioned earlier. Uh, you can do that by pressing that bottom left-hand button on the front of the screen, and that will allow you to scan. That takes a snapshot. So if you press and hold that button for about a half a second, it actually will snap the image and go right into OCR. So it skips the step of you having to snap the image and then tell the unit to go to OCR and, and read it to you. Um, so if you know that's something you want read back to you, just press and hold that camera button. Again, it's the red button on the bottom left front of the unit. When you do that, you then have three buttons on the screen. You've got a menu button that brings you to your menu. You've got a volume and speed button that allows you to customize the volume of the product uh, for the voice reading it back to you, as well as the speed of the voice. And you've got some flexibility on this too. Uh, you know, you can change the voices, you can change the language. Um, so really it's totally customizable for you if you're using it or for the individual that you're using this with. Um, then you've got a play or pause button that will pause you as you're reading along. You can press that if you want to stop the reading at any moment. Hit it again to start back where you're at. Since it is touchscreen, you can actually tap anywhere on the screen, press and hold with your finger, and it will start reading from that point moving forward. So that's really nice. You also have some different views. So if I were to scan something in and I have it reading it back to me, uh, there's four different view options here. And these are all pretty cool because it depends on what you're reading or what you're doing with this. Um, I also find it really helpful for not only individuals that are struggling with vision loss, but also somebody that might have some type of a learning disability, whether it be dyslexia, dysgraphia. You've got all these functionalities that also work with that. So one of the options is zones. So what is zones? So I want you to picture a page in a newspaper. You look at the front page of a newspaper, right? You've got the title up at the top, you know, New York Times per se. And then below that, you've got all your date information, right? Um, and then you might have a picture in the middle. You know, this is the headline story. Um, and then on the left-hand side, you're gonna have column one. This is, you know, a story about, uh, let's say AC Beast on the front page of the newspaper. It's got a giant, you know, uh, gift from somebody. So we've got that column on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side, we've got a column about an upcoming event that we're doing. So when we use the Ruby 10 to scan and we have the zones set up, what that's going to do is break down the different columns and the different sections of text into zones. What that does for you is makes it really easy because on the screen, you're going to see the whole page of that newspaper or magazine or eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper that you scanned in. And each section of text is gonna be broken down into a different zone. You can quickly and easily decide where you wanna start reading. So maybe we don't wanna read that first column on the left-hand side of that page, but we wanna go down to that bottom right-hand side. Makes it super easy to just click down there on that zone. That's where it's gonna start reading for you. If 
You then want to go and have it read all of the text. You can set it up to read it like a ticker tape. So what that's going to do is just like a stock market ticker tape. It's just going to be one continuous line of text. Uh, and you can customize that. So do you want that to be black on white, white on black, yellow on black? You know, you name it. <clears throat> you can pick and choose the color combination. You can also customize the size of that. And the cool thing is you can do that while it's reading. So you can quickly just press the plus or minus if you want to increase that font size at any time. Next option is teleprompter. The teleprompter mode is going to just give you all text and cut out all of the images. So you'll have no images. You'll just have all the text, uh, just like you would on a teleprompter. And then you've got the image option. And that's going to toggle you between just the text or going back to that live view with the images. So those are the four different reading views that you have on the Ruby 10. And let's see. Oh, actually, I meant to mention too. So if you ever get lost, because again, you've got those tactile buttons at the front, but you also have all these different menu options that are uh, built into this via the touchscreen to access. So when I presented this uh, a couple months ago, when it was brand new and wasn't even shipping yet, um, I had somebody write in afterwards and they said, oh, this is a great feature because, you know, I always struggle with remembering what all the buttons do on a product. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what this has built into it is an option called help text. So if you're uncertain about what a button or an icon does, so this works with those buttons on the front. It also works with the icons on the touchscreen. You can press on that button and hold that button for three seconds. So if I forget what that top left-hand button, which is the contrast color mode button does, I can press and hold on that button for three seconds. And this product will then tell me auditorily what that button does. And also up on the screen, pop up text that tells me what that button does. And I can change the size of that font that it's telling me the instructions in by pressing the plus or the minus on the bottom right-hand side of that monitor. So help text is available by default out of the box. That's default. It's set up to do that. But if you don't want to have that on or it's turned off somehow and you want to go back and turn it on, you just go into the menu, to the main menu, the settings menu, then go to language help and turn on help text. And I find that that's a great feature when you're training somebody with this product on how to use the product. It's also a great feature if you're learning the product yourself and you haven't memorized what all these buttons do. Quick three-second press of any of the buttons on screen or on the sides will automatically tell you what that button does. So another neat thing with this product is when it was developed, there were a couple different patented tools that were developed with this product uh, that were released within this product. One of those being an edge effect. So if you're reading or you scan in a document uh, and you want to view it, you know, so let's say you're looking at text again on a magazine or on a handout, you know, um, maybe the text is a little difficult to see. Maybe it looks a little blurry still for some reason. What you can do is you can turn on an edge effect. And what this will do is it'll show only the edges within the image or the font or the text. So 
It's not available in full color or grayscale. It's available in the high contrast color options. So say I turn on my high contrast of white text on a black background, and then I turn on this edge effect. What it does is it basically does an outline of the text instead of being the dark text like you're you know, familiar with maybe seeing in a magazine or a newspaper. This, when testing this product out and using it on a newspaper, this really makes that font pop, it makes it a lot easier to see. So that's edge effect. Within edge effect, you also have edge highlighting. So this takes it a step further. This highlights the edges of the image and of the text, again, in your high contrast color modes. And this will give you the true color or grayscale as well. So what this does is outlines the text in a brighter color. So for example, you might want to outline it in a pinkish, you know, a purple or a yellow. And again, this really pops that text out. You can increase or decrease the size of that edge highlight. So if you want more or less highlighting, you can do that. And do we have any questions at all? Um, comments? Nothing yet? Not so far. All right. So either I put everyone to sleep, Lucy, or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or it's so enthralling, you know. Um, but I'll keep moving and then feel free, anybody, raise your hand, shout out to us, let us know if you want anything. But this is really cool. And the other thing I would say is if you actually want to see more of this in depth, reach out to us, let me know. Um, we can do you know, a, another Zoom meeting and plug this unit into the Zoom meeting and, and show you some of the visuals or get a product out to you in your hands. You can try it out and see what you think. Another really cool feature, and this is the first of its kind in a handheld video magnifier, is a color blindness filter. So this enables you to set filters for different light sensitivities for those that might have color blindness. I'm probably going to butcher the names of these three specific colorblind um, you know, scientific terms here. So I apologize in advance. Uh, there's deuteranopia, protonopia, and tritonopia. So deuteranopia, for example, is the insensitivity to green light causing confusion between greens, reds, and yellows. So if you have this specific kind of colorblindness, um, so like I said, there's those three that this product works with. If you have one of those three types of colorblindness, you can go in to the Ruby 10 and specify this so that when you're viewing color images, this will, not really highlight, I guess, this basically will customize the image to fit your colorblindness sensitivity. Um, so, you know, for example, if I'm looking at a tree that is red for fall, it's, it's beautiful color foliage, right? and you've got some green trees in the background, you've got some leaves on the ground. Well, if you want to customize that, uh, because maybe viewing that, <clears throat> excuse me, with uh, deuteranopia would look very plain because you're not seeing the greens, reds, and yellows. You can turn that functionality on within Ruby 10, and it will correct the view for you so that you're going to see more of that true red color uh, or that what it would look like. So that's a really neat feature. And as far as I know, this is the only product on the market right now that's offering this functionality. So it's pretty cool. This product, excuse me, I'm going to take a quick drink of water. 
So the other thing, um, thank you, with this product is you can connect it to other devices. So as I mentioned earlier, you have that audio jack that allows you to connect to an audio headset, uh, plug in your headphone or speaker. You also do have Bluetooth. So I can Bluetooth this to a wireless set of speakers, a headphone set, you name it. You also have that USB cable. It's a USB-C port on the side. On the other end of the cable is a regular USB. You use this to charge the device. You also can use this to connect the device to a computer, to transfer files, perform software updates. You can also connect this to an HDMI TV to mirror what the Ruby 10 sees by using that USB-C to an HDMI active cable. And I've done this in the past. This is really neat because say you might have a 50-inch flat screen TV and you may be sitting on your living room couch. You want to plug this in to an HDMI port and you can then view on your giant flat screen TV whatever the Ruby 10 is viewing or seeing or showing. If you've got a smart TV that has Miracast, you don't need any cables and you can do that totally wirelessly. So Miracast will stream the Ruby 10 audio and visual content to a television, a tablet, phone, or computer that's using Miracast. And what that will do is simultaneously show you on the monitor, on the TV, using Miracast, whatever the Ruby has. So that goes from the Ruby to the device, not, not the opposite way. So you can't take something from a TV and bring it onto the Ruby, but you can push out whatever's on the Ruby to the other product. So that's really neat as well. The Ruby also allows you to open up different documents. So this has come in handy for me when I'm working with schools because maybe there's a document that the teacher has that the, the teacher wants to load on the product, uh, you know, on the Ruby 10 before the student gets to class. Or they worked on a file at home, the student, and when they get to class, they want to plug it into their Ruby to show the teacher or show their friend and be able to enlarge it, manipulate the document, um, have it read to them, change the contrast, those things. So the Ruby 10 comes with a little USB drive or you know thumb drive. On one side is a regular USB. On the other side is a USB-C. Um, you can use that to transfer documents if you don't want to plug the unit in itself. Uh, what that allows you to do is open up or download, I should say, the Ruby 10 will support JPEG, BMP, and WebP files, as well as PNG files. So JPEG, BMP, WebP, and PNG. You can also support, support and those are for uh, image files, you can also support document files, docx files, PDF files, RTF files, and TXT files. So again, if I've got a PDF file that maybe somebody gave me, I want to import that onto my Ruby 10, I can easily do that, open up that file, and then I'm able to manipulate it as far as changing the color contrast, enlarging things, uh, or having the OCR run on it and have it read out loud to me. So you've got a lot of that functionality. Um, so any questions so far? Um, kind of gone pretty quick to go through a lot of these features thus far, but any questions, comments? No, I don't see any. <laughs> you must be doing a super job. That's all. 
<laughs> I guess so, Lucy. Yeah, so far so good. Gosh. Um, so I'm trying to think of what else to cover on it because, uh, you know, it's got some in-depth functionality for sure. Um, I've been playing around with this since it came out. I, I did, like I said, a webinar a couple weeks back. Maybe now it might have even been a month and a half ago. Uh, time flies so quickly. And we went over the basics of this. And we had a great turnout. We had a ton of questions. Uh, but what I found was that people wanted to then go more in depth. And within an hour, we weren't able to cover everything that people wanted to get into. So we're actually planning another webinar on this coming up in February that will go more in depth and do more of the um, diving, you know, more in depth within the menus and how to maybe transfer files and open up files that you have transferred and um, customizing the product a little bit more. Just because I find that, you know, the Ruby line of products have always been super easy to use, right? Uh, for those of you out there that are familiar with them, it's basically you've got those nice, bright, color-coded buttons on the front of the Ruby. Um, turn it on. It does what it's supposed to do. It's simple, easy to use, great image. Uh, what the Ruby 10 does add is the fact that it's touchscreen. So it's a little different uh, and might confuse some people that are used to just using a product with tactile buttons. Um, but what I found is once you start playing around with this, it's really easy to use. Um, that help text option, lifesaver. Even for myself, the first few days I had this. So I got this product shipped to me and literally had to present on it the following day. So talk about like cramming. I felt like back in school and it's like you didn't study for a test and tomorrow you've got this giant midterm and you're like, what am I going to do? So you stay up all night. I didn't stay up all night though. I've learned my lesson. Um, and so what I did was I, I went through it, learned it, and I said, all right, great. I think I've got this down. So it really is fairly easy to use. Um, I'll give you an idea. One of the cool things with this is you do have a default mode. So right out of the box, this is going to give you a default mode, but you also have an advanced mode option. And I find this is phenomenal because we, ha we have this in another product. Um, that we have the Compact 10, which is fairly similar in some ways. Um, and it's always nice because when I would go into, and this was pre-COVID, of course, I'd go into uh, homes a lot, sit down with students or even with seniors and say, you know, let's go over this product. So that one also had the similar thing where it's a default and advanced mode. The default mode simplifies it a little bit for you. So if you're not super tech savvy, you can still use this and feel comfortable and know what you're doing. But if you are super tech savvy, or like I often see when I'm in the schools is you've got these kids that are probably more advanced technology wise than I am, and probably figure out how to use these products faster than I do. And I work for the company. Um, you can go right into the advanced mode. And it's super easy to toggle between the default and advanced mode in this product. And when you're in default mode, on the home screen, you're going to have the main menu. And what you have on the screen for visuals is a setting but settings button, a default advanced. That's going to toggle you between those two, default and advanced, as I just mentioned. You've got an information button. The information button basically is going to bring you into, you know, serial number of the product and where you can update the software, do things like that. You've got a Bluetooth button that's going to allow you to search for Bluetooth capability. 
so you can find what you want to connect to. You've got a visual properties button that's going to allow you to customize all of those visual things. So earlier I mentioned how you had the button on the front, the blue button to change between your color contrast modes. So that has some preset buttons or preset options, I should say, that you'll toggle through. You can actually customize that and add more or take some away from that option. And that would be under the visual properties. Uh, and then on the bottom right-hand side, you've got your volume and rate of speech option. If you want to get wild and crazy and go into the advanced mode, um, on the, and I'm going from top left to bottom left. So I'm going top left to right and then starting in the bottom left and going to the right as far as on the screen. Top left, you have manage documents and image files. So this allows you to get into documents that you've already saved or get into documents that you're going to import in or import out from the Ruby 10. Then you've got your settings button, which is the same that was on the default mode. Then you've got the button that toggles you between default and advanced. Then you have your information button. Bottom left, you have Miracast. That's going to give you the option of opening up Miracast and searching for your TV and pushing that image out. Next option is Bluetooth, the same as on the default menu if you're connecting to a Bluetooth device. Next button is Visual Properties. Covered that where you're going to customize the visual aspects of the product. And then on the far bottom right-hand side of the touchscreen is the volume and rate of speech. Again, that's where you're going to increase, decrease your volume, change the speed of the voice, and things like that. So that's on the touchscreen. Um, by default, again, that help text option is on. Uh, if I were doing this live, or, you know, I am doing it live, obviously, but if I were in person with all of you, I would test you right now and say, you know, tell me, uh, how can you figure out, if you don't know what one of these buttons does, what's the easiest way to figure it out? And I should ask the crowd and have someone raise their hand and answer this for me and maybe give them a prize away or something fun. Um, <laughs> oh, anybody? we have a raised hand. All right, let's do it. Okay, Patty, you should be able to unmute. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Hey, Patty, how's it going? Good. Um, you hold it. The button down for three seconds or else hold on the icon. Patty, you are spot on. So um, drop me an email. Um, and my email is mwood at vespero.com. And um, I'll send you something out as a, a prize for uh, for answering that question. Yeah, press and hold it. That's using the, the help text. So great. I'm glad you were listening, Patty. I'm paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here. And Let's ask another question and see if we can get some uh, someone else in here. So if I were struggling with colorblindness, how many different types of colorblindness can the Ruby help you with? So we talked about colorblindness filters, and there was a set number of options built into the Ruby 10 to help you with that, that you can go in and choose depending on the individual. Let's see if we get a hand raised on this one, Lucy. We upped the bar a little bit on this. Okay, I even know this. Come on, you guys, raise your hands. <laughs> this was a neat feature. Um, trying this out was pretty fun. And again, this was something totally new. And 
you know, it's so hard because I know earlier we were talking about normally we're out at different conferences showing these products off. And it's been difficult with COVID just because of the travel limitations and wanting to keep everybody safe. Um, okay, Perla. All right, Perla, how's it going? Uh, I, there were three. I didn't want you to think nobody was listening. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm just giving everyone a hard time. I appreciate that, Perla. Correct. There were three. So again, I'll butcher them, I'm sure. But uh, deuteranopia, protonopia, and tritonopia are the three color blindness. Um, filters that you um, can turn on. While I'm on, are you, are you going to uh, give us the price? <laughs> oh, because you know what? Thanks, Perla. I had that written down as like a key thing, right? I mean, price is important. So yes, thank you for okay, that. Okay, great. Um, Thanks a lot. You're so welcome. Thanks for being here. And I appreciate your answer. Feel free as well. Drop me a note and I'll send you something. Um, okay. So as I mentioned earlier, there's two versions of this. Um, so there's the no speech uh, and retail price, again, these prices are all retail. Uh, retail price on this is $1,445 for the Ruby 10 without speech. If you wanted the OCR capability and the speech capability, the price retail price is $1,745. So $1,445 and $1,745 are your two prices. Um, and again, those are retail Many of you know we've got a fantastic dealer network um, as well as regional directors that are scattered throughout the country. So, you know, that's retail price. Sometimes there's different specials that are being run, um, especially at conferences and things like that. There might be some specials on hardware oftentimes. So uh, it's worth checking out, but that's the retail price. Thanks for asking that, Perla. And, you know, I will say if you feel the, that you're, Vision might change. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've worked with people that have bought something and, you know, they may or may not know that the vision's changing, or maybe they were working with somebody that didn't ask the right questions and they buy a product and they didn't go with the speech product. You know, I've seen this in CCTVs oftentimes, desktop units, and they buy it. And then a year later, they realize, you know, my vision's gotten worse. Um, and now, that becomes a really expensive paperweight. Uh, you know, they're not able to use it as much. So if you think your vision is going to change, I always tell people, you know, and you can financially swing it, it's worth adding on that speech capability. The other thing that's phenomenal with that is, as we know, I mean, I wear glasses, I'm staring at the computer screen all day long. And by the end of the day, you know, you're just, your eyes fatigue. So what's nice is with that speech capability, you can just turn on the speech and sit back, close your eyes a little bit, and have the product read that back to you. So give your eyes a little bit of a break. Um, Rachel Buchanan, um, head of our training department, made a great point a while back that I, I think of too is, you know, what if you were reading your mail, right? So you get a bunch of mail. You might want to scan pictures of all that mail, and then you might want to go kick your feet up in your recliner and flip, you know, flip through the, the scanned in versions of it using your Ruby, having it read them to you instead of having to stand <clears throat> or sit at a desk and read each individual bill um, or whatever you're getting in the mail. Bills are never fun, I will say that. But, um, you know, if you've got something, you can just sit back and use this. I had another uh, colleague that had a student at the college that would scan in their 
paper that they had to present on using the Ruby. Um, and then when they would get in front of their classroom, they would present from the Ruby because they were able to enlarge the font, change the color contrast, and read it more easily to the classroom when they were you know, presenting to their class. So got a lot of flexibility with this. And it's really um, lightweight. I should, I can't remember if I've got, let me see, I'm going to pull up really quickly the weight of this because it's really not that heavy at all. Um, and I forgot to write that down. I'm getting a, a failing grade for today. But again, it comes in this case. And the case I like because it opens up kind of like a kangaroo pouch in a way. Um, so it is zippered around the entire perimeter and opens up. But it's got these protectors or connections sewn in on the bottom two sides. And what that allows it to do is so that the front doesn't open up all the way and the product falls out. It, so it's kind of like a kangaroo pouch where it would open up. You can slide that product out and then easily, um, you know, pull it out and use it without it falling. And at the top of the case, when you open it, is actually a little button closure. And inside there is the spot where you could store the charging cable and the, um, the, the wall jack, you know, the, the cube, the power cube or whatever. And um, also I have my shoulder strap in there because I don't use the shoulder strap. And so you've got some space there, maybe store some USB drives, um, whatever it may be. And this comes in at just over two pounds. It's two pounds and 0.2 ounces. So uh, 915 grams. And as far as the size, uh, it's 10.28 inches. So again, it's a 10 inch touchscreen. And then you've got those tactile buttons on each side. So it's 10.28 wide, 7.24 tall, uh, excuse me, 7.4 tall, and 1.42 as far as thickness. And that's at the thickest section. Um, does have that rechargeable battery. It is three and a half hours continuous use. And it takes about four hours to charge up fully. So full, four hour charge, but three and a half hours of continuous use out of it. So you've got that capability as well. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of the Ruby 10, I guess, in a, more or less a nutshell without going all in depth with all of the different, you know, diving down into the menus. That is what we will be doing next month on the webinar. Uh, we haven't totally finalized it yet, but I think that we're going to, you know, dive in, in more deeper into those menus. So if you have more interest in the Ruby 10, you know, feel free, check us out, follow us um, on all of our social media. We've got a ton of social media, goodness. I don't know if anybody here is on Clubhouse. That's been like the newest. Uh, it's a pretty cool app. We're also on TikTok. Um, obviously, we're reachable via email. Uh, we've got our blog, our podcast, our YouTube channels. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, our blog is blog.freedomscientific.com. I highly recommend following the blog. That's got some great information. You go to freedomscientific.com forward slash training. Goodness, the training department has done so much, whether it be on our software products or the hardware. You can find all of our archive webinars. You can find our upcoming webinars. You can find information on our podcasts. Um, we offer a lot of ACVRE. ACVREP credits on our live events. 
Um, our YouTube channels, you know, Vespero kind of has a bunch of different companies under the umbrella of Vespero. So we've got Freedom Scientific, who is the manufacturer of the Ruby 10. We also have Enhanced Vision, Optelec, and TPGI. And so we've got different YouTube channels for all those companies. Uh, we've got, again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Lots of different training resources. I don't know if I've had have any teachers out there or anybody with, with children, uh, but if so, one of the really cool things that we started, gosh, I think probably coming up now in six months, maybe eight months, um, is the student of the month program. This is really cool. So if you go to freedomscientific.com uh, slash student of the month, we've got a really cool program where if you want to nominate a student, if you are a student, you can nominate yourself um, and you can win a $500 Amazon gift card. Uh, if you're the chosen student of the month and they do a little interview with you, uh, it's really cool. And I've sat in some of those interviews and met some of the students that have won and it's, it's really fun. Um, so we've got that and yeah, from that training page, you can access all of those different things. That's freedomscientific.com forward slash training. But this is a cool, I got to say, this is a neat product. I was excited. I, I saw a prototype of it when I was down in um, Florida for some training and was super excited. And like I said, when it came out, I got one shipped to me the day before I was doing the training on it. It's like, oh gosh, but it's, it was really easy. And the image quality has been phenomenal. Um, you know, I love the Ruby products anyway. So this has been a nice addition to that Ruby family. I did a, a joke a while back. We had to present it. Actually, it might have been even at the ACB conference that uh, we presented. And I did a little joke on the uh, Marilyn Monroe, you know, diamonds are a girl's best friend. And I, I swapped out some of that and did rubies are a girl's best friend. And I put her holding rubies in each of her hands instead of, um, you know, when she's <laughs> walking down the staircase in that, in that song. <laughs> Keep it lively, right? When you're... Uh, <laughs> Doing these things remotely, it, it's it's definitely different. You know, if anyone wants more in-depth info, you know, they can reach out. I'm happy to answer questions offline as well. All right. Well, thanks again, Lucy and Larry. Um, appreciate you helping out setting this up. And um, yeah, thanks for all that ACB does. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Have a fantastic day. I'll see you at CSUN, Larry. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. <laughs> all right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye.